Hey guys, it's end of the year. This is the Ryan Gillen Team Podcast. I'm Ryan Gillen. And I'm Jordan Lance. And we are going to do an end of the year review, go over what we've seen in the 2019 market, and not just things that you know you hear on a daily basis. Um, everybody's heard about the low interest rates, low inventory, um, multiple offer situations. We all understand how crazy the market has been this year. We're not going to bore you with that. We understand that people, uh, when they're selling homes, they're going up uh, against no one. and They're getting multiple offers with a ton of buyers. When they're buying a home, they have very few homes to pick from. We all understand that throughout this you know, year and in 2018, that was very, very common. Um, we're going to go over a bunch of different topics that you might not have thought about, but we'll pique your interest and really figure out why a market is shifting the way it's going. Yeah. So obviously a lot of people care about their money. So what are we seeing as far as price per square foot goes? Like, what are you seeing? All right. So price per square foot in the Dayton area, when I'm talking, uh, we're talking about um, Dayton and, you know, Northern Cincinnati, that's where, you know, I'm immersed into my business and price per square foot is really interesting. Right now we're seeing uh, luxury homes, luxury homes in the Dayton market, uh, I would say is over that $600,000 sales price. Um, Smaller affordable homes, I would say is under the $300,000 sales price. So there's a little bit of a gap, but for the bigger homes, we're seeing the price per square foot come down. And for smaller homes that, you know, say that are under 2000 square feet, that price per square foot is going up. Yeah. And we have so many buyers nowadays that are millennials. A lot of younger people are wanting to buy homes. So how do you think that that affects the price per square foot? These 25 to 35-ish year old people, how do you think that's affecting it? Yeah. So there's two groups. There's the baby boomers and the millennials that are impacting why the price per square foot is changing. The baby boomers are now between 60 and 70 years old. They're starting to Downsize. They're starting to be snowbirds for half the year, so they're going to downsize by a smaller property. Um, they're retiring. So those people that were luxury home buyers are now um, not in that market anymore. And then we have the 25 to 35 year olds that Jordan was saying. Um, the millennials, their lifestyle, A, they're just getting out of student debt or still in a little bit, so they can't, their purchasing power is not as high. And then also, just built into their culture of growing up, they're minimalists. So like they do want to have smaller properties. They don't want the extra bedrooms. They don't need the extra baths. They don't need the extra uh, you know, car garage. They want a lower payment to be able to go do experiences. So mm-hmm. they want to take more trips. Yeah. They want to travel. Um, they do not want to take care of three acres. No, and heck no. <laughs> four acres and mow. Um, but uh, so they're seeing, they, they don't want to take care of it, but they do want to own a home. We are seeing that shift to where people do want to own a home. They're not just buying condos or, um, or renting, even though renting is still high, but they do want to buy a home. They just don't want to have the burden of cutting a couple acres, um, taking care of a big house, the high utility bills. They would rather um, you know, pay someone to cut their grass for them and go on a weekend trip. So that being said, the high, there's higher demand for those smaller properties and there's not enough of them. So it's, it's making that price per square foot in the affordable home range go up mm-hmm. and seeing that price per square foot go down in the higher, higher range. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So then I don't know about you, but I have a lot of clients now that are wanting to live closer to Dayton, which we're kind of seeing that change a little bit too. 
before it wasn't as much people didn't want to live as close to the city, but now we're seeing it a little more people are wanting to live closer to the city. So why do you think, why do you think that is? You have a lot of people that invest and things like that. So why are people wanting to be closer to Dayton? Do you think? The, The simple answer is that they're starting to put money into Dayton and people, it's, it's a, a fun place to go live now. I know Sims have built some uh, townhomes there that are rather nice and you know people are having places to live, but that's not just the only place they're buying properties. They're buying in St. Anne's, they're buying in Oregon District, they're buying all around there and you know rehabbing some of these properties. Um, there is a, it's a generation thing. Um, I'm 30 years old. My parents moved, they moved away from the city our generation want to move closer to the city. Most likely my kids, you know, the next generation will want to move away from the city. And it's just like breathing. It's going to come in, they're going to come out. So right now we're seeing a culture shift with millennials that are wanting to move closer to the city. You know, there's things to do and more stuff like that. So then, because also our lives are starting later. Our life expectancy is much higher right now so when our grandparents' life expectancies were, you know, 60 to 70 and our life expectancies are starting to reach up towards triple digits of like, you know, <laughs> between 80 and 100 years old, we have more time. So we want to be closer to the city where there's more things to do. And people are starting their lives like they're not getting married as early. Mm-hmm. They're not having kids as early. So they're moving closer to the city. So there's just more demand right now for the city. We're seeing a lot of companies do teardowns and, you know, building up condos and uh, townhomes for people to live in. So um, a lot of new construction in those areas. But uh, yeah, we're seeing people start to move towards the cities, definitely millennials. Yeah, which is awesome too, because within this whole last year, Dayton's gone through a lot. I mean, we had the shooting, we had the tornado, all that stuff, but we're still seeing new businesses, new homes being built, people flipping these homes. So that's really, really good for our yeah, city too. Dayton, so I'm sure that has a ton to do with Dayton it. Dayton came together in 2019 and, and is definitely on the rise. I mean, yeah. um, downtown, even though we had the blip of the mass shooting, which is, was awful, um, it still got people... I was just down there uh, two nights ago and it was... Um, buzzing. I mean, yeah. there was a ton of people. I couldn't. I went around three different blocks to find a parking spot, and then I had to like run to the restaurant so we weren't late. I mean, it was so. I mean, there's still a ton of people down there, mm-hmm. and it, it's only gonna get. It's only gonna get better. So as downtown Dayton improves, more people are gonna go there. The price per square foot in that area is gonna go up and up and up. Um, Talk to a um, a guy that has a property in Saint Anne's. He bought it for like thirty grand, like twenty something years ago. It's well over worth two hundred thousand dollars. He did put some money into it, but like the appreciation there has just been through the roof in the past ten years. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. And then one last topic we do want to talk about. Ryan does a lot of flips and a lot of purchasing of rental properties. He has a partner. We hold investment seminars as a team um, and things like that to help you guys learn how to do investing. But just from you, Ryan, what have you seen this year, kind of with rental properties and the pricing and flips and the gaps of buying it versus what you're making and things like that. So um, it's now the cool thing to do. Like it really is like HGTV has made it really cool. Where like, like flipping houses has always kind of been like, ah, oh, everybody wants to like flip a house, but now rentals, now that people, the, the market is doing better. Everybody's financially, um, you know, we're over 10 years out of the recession. Um, people are back on their feet, they have money to invest and they don't just want to put it in the stock market. They want to figure out where else they want to put it in. The next closest thing is real estate. 
and I think everybody should own real estate, and people are starting to agree. In 2018, we had dozens of people come to us wanting to buy rental properties, and we could find them one. Yeah, and able to actually yeah. buy one. Yeah, we the majority of people we helped ended up buying a rental property or two. In 2019, the competition is much higher. The properties were are starting to rise, so we're starting to see the demand for rental properties go through the roof. And it's just the cool thing to do right now is invest in real estate. Every person you talk to is like, yeah, I want to get into the game. I want to get into real estate. I want to have some rentals. So we're really seeing that it's almost like mainstream media, you know, pushing these people like owning flips and owning, you know, owning rental properties. And so it's, uh, it's really brought it to the forefront that, you know, people can make money that way. Mm -hmm. But the hard part is, is I have all these clients and it's hard to find them a property, a proper rental because I wouldn't sell it to someone if I didn't think it was a good investment. So I'm turning people down nine out of 10 on, you know, a property that they send to me before, um, you know, we finally find that right one. So the overall demand for a rental property right now is super high. The availability of some are almost non-existent. You just have to be patient for one to come about. It's really unfortunate because I know a lot of people have money and they're ready to go, but they just need to stay patient. 2018 was, you know, a year to be able to buy. In 2019, we're seeing it where it's like a year that you can find the deal. You just have to be super patient. Right. And it's hard to find the flip properties right now too. Are you, you're seeing that. I mean, I know you do it firsthand, but even finding them for clients, it's hard to find those as well. So with flips, um, two, three years ago, four years ago, we could used to be able to go into the auctions and there would be like five people sitting there. You just kind of bid on what you want and you got it. And you pretty much bid the minimum bid and you got the home. Well, now there's all these big time investors from like overseas in California um, that have these huge hedge funds and they, they go and buy everything. And they're almost buying these foreclosed properties for market value. So there's no room for the normal people, us, to go in and buy it, flip it, and make a little bit of money on it. They're just bidding on everything right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people from Canada, which their interest rates are super low and they're financially set, that they're taking loans out in Canada and they're buying properties here in Dayton. Believe it or not, it is happening here. Like there's more people from out of the country that are buying properties in Dayton than you would ever believe. So finding a flip is starting to become harder and harder every single day. You can find it, but you just have to stay patient. And there's just the margins aren't, aren't as big as they used to be. I mean, I'll talk to people that like, oh, I want to make forty thousand. I want to make forty thousand. That those days are over. If you do find that property, like, great. They're you know one out of a hundred, but you know, the margins have started to slim down. Um, and they're just, the properties are just harder to find because these outside parties are bidding up all these online sites and, you know, uh, live auctions as well. Mm -hmm. So, but they're still there. People just need to stay patient. 2019 was a tough year for, uh, for flipping homes. Um, there's just low inventory with high demand right now, but overall that's a good problem to have. For sure. You'll find, you'll find flips if you stay patient. We can't wait to do this review in 2020. I think it's going to be all great things. Interest rates are supposed to stay low. So, so we see a lot of success happening for people that are jumping in the real estate market, buying or selling homes. It's really a great time to buy a property. We can't wait to help you in 2020 and be able to do the same review in a couple months. I'm Ryan Gillen. And I'm Jordan Lance. Thanks, guys. Bye.